This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny. Alice's morning show, it's Thursday. But Saturday morning is right around the corner. And that's day six of the Sarah and Vinny show weekly. It's called the Saturday morning special. You wake up early on a Saturday morning, no problem. Turn on the Alice radio and you can hear our set. It's the best stuff that happened the whole week. And good job to Alex and Bryn for putting that together week after week. I mean, thank you. That is amazing. Every Saturday morning on Alice, 6 to 10 a.m., the Saturday morning special. Uh, so for a long time, we have worked. Oh, and he cannot hear us. He's not hearing. He's uh, we have a guest. Uh-huh. And he's in the other room, and he does not hear us. Can you go in there? Did you hear us? No. Can't hear I got us. it. I'll call him. Yeah, oh, we'll boy. figure it out. All right. Uh, so oh. I'll, I'll do a long intro for him. Oh, that sounds good. We've worked in this building for years and years and years and years. That's and years. right. Actually, uh, I guess in the 1900s, we worked in another building, and I'm not sure that uh, Greg Baldwin worked with us over at the old building. I don't think he did. He but here. he is, so he's one of the one of the newbies from the 2000s. Hi, Greg. Oh, you can hear uh, us now. Now I can morning. hear you guys. Okay, good. And Greg <laughs> has a storied past. We've been over this with him. Uh, uh, you know, he's been on the show a few times, and yeah. you know, he was a he was a druggie, and he was doing yeah. druggies at work. Yep. And uh, he, but he is worked hard on himself, very and much he's so. come back in Thank a big you. way. And I'm proud of him. I follow you on Instagram, and I see all the great things you're up to, and think, man, talk about a success story. Ah, uh, thanks, Vinny. That's a big deal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. I'm, I, I gotta tell you, I'm a little nervous. Why? Uh, because every time I come here, I always divulge my biggest secrets. Oh. You, well. <laughs> well, what are you nervous to tell us about today, You Greg have a Baldwin. new girlfriend, don't you? Uh, we broke up. Oh. What the? Yeah, what the hell? Up. You we two look really like you were something. I saw you doing, there were even posts about you, like you were posting her. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Everything was great. I think, you know, I mean, listen, there's, there's fault. I have nothing but love for there was fault on both sides. Oh. I, I have a lack of sure. uh, the ability to show affection, and I think that affected her. And then, what do she, you mean? You hold on. What do you, you mean you do? have a, a lack of an ability to show affection? Well, I'm just not the most affectionate person, and I think she needed more love. Her like, what do they say? Love language is like touch. Well, yeah. And, and who doesn't, you didn't want to touch her back? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> well, my love language is like 49ers and. That is not love language. That's, that's that is you have you, you don't know 69? about. 69? What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> How does the football team have anything to do with your love language? I know. It's joking, oh, you mean like she wants. She wanted more touch and more affection and like. To, he wanted more football. And you want to go to the, see the Niners. Well, you know, listen, I, I loved her. Everything was, it was great. But, it, you know, I wish her the best. I hope everything works out for her. It was, 
it just didn't work out. And then I came home from Christmas. She moved all of her stuff out. And then <gasps> you were living together? We were living together, like, right, right from the beginning. Oh. Wait well, a that might have been your mistake. Yeah, that pro- too fast. Too much too fast, probably. So you're saying you were out on tour. Yeah. And you come home. And you've been, what, fighting over the phone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, fun. That's that is always good to hang up, and you know the other person is just cursing your name. Yeah. What happened was, uh, she saved it all. All the problems she had with me, she saved it up for one one drop, and she like dumped it all on me. And I said, and I said to her, I said, well, listen, if if that's the way you feel, maybe I'm not the right person for you. Oh. And oh, she's that like, was not what she wanted to hear. No, she's like, oh, you're going to break up now, and I think that set her off. And then, well, yeah, it sounds like you're going to break up. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, you were just like, well, I'm not going to change. I mean, that was the subtext yeah, there. I was wrong. <laughs> well, that's so who wait, I am. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you like to have sex? Oh, my God, yeah. Of course. Do, you, do you like to hold hands? Uh, yeah, you no. So you don't. No. That's okay. It's just, no. I'm just no. curious if there are things. So you no. don't. If she comes up and puts her hand in your back pocket and is yeah. touching your butt, yeah. are you like, ooh, or are you all, could you just please? Get off me. No, I'm I'm okay. But, like, she wants to cuddle on the couch a, a lot and stuff like that. And, and you're not down. And, you know, it's just, like, I, I grew up in a family. I, I just, I, I, we, I don't say I love you enough. And, and, listen, it's my, it's my, what, character defect, we call it or whatever. But uh, it was a growing period, I and I should have showed her more affection. But, listen, it wasn't meant to be. She came in my life. She changed my life. She was a great positive influence. It didn't work out. So the way I justify it is I think that she came into my life for a reason. And uh, that reason was met. And we learned from each other. And, and it's time to move on. How long were you together? Uh, since February. Oh, so it's been. Oh, a- so you were together almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah, and then year. Christmas she moved out. Yeah, she moved out. Oh. Okay, can I, I have some follow-up questions. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Greg Baldwin, who is playing at the Punchline yeah. uh, in San Francisco. How huge is that? It's big. With Jay Moore. Yeah, it's the best. So, and you've been touring with him for quite some time now. Yeah, I, I toured with him and I toured with Daryl Hammond. Yeah. Oh, huge. you're still with Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. You, you and Daryl didn't Tell break Darryl up when you moved hi. on to Jay Moore. Yeah. You, you guys are all yeah. friends. We're, yeah, we're all we're all friends. They're doing a show. We did a show, all three of us together for a while, and uh, I moderated oh, it. And oh. then uh, I'm coming. I'm actually coming back to the punchline uh, in May with Daryl. And by the way, Sarah, Daryl loves you. I love him too. Mm-hmm. We he, we had. I I don't have his number anymore. I used to. Oh. We used to text. I don't. I don't want it. No, you okay. want it. I don't. Okay. I think it's best that it, that comes from him. Oh, I've oh, learned no. that I'm an overtexter. Oh no, he would love to hear from you. Yeah. He said, you know what he said to his agent at CAA. What he what he you know they offered him to do the punchline. He said the only way I'll do it is if I can do a par- an appearance on Sarah and Vinny. Oh well, the answer is yes. And I was like, well, she loves you. I think I think that should be okay. Yeah, yeah. he should yeah. definitely come in. I remember uh, he is a huge uh, Les Mis fan. Yeah, fan. Yeah, like he's gone to the Broadway show a thousand. And listen, yeah. that thing is insufferable. Like uh, yeah. you know, and I like it. I like the music. I've I've learned all those things. I know how to play them and sing them. And mm-hmm. um, but sitting through that show is just it's what's a the lot. hit from that. Uh, I probably um, the the song that the so hooker no sings. Okay. There's uh, a lot of there's actually a lot of them. Yeah, but I cannot think. There's of There's no hit. You guys sang it together, right on the air? We did. We actually yeah. did. We duetted together. Yeah. Um, a heart full of love. That's beautiful. I don't recognize. What's that. the Fontaine one? Four one five says, "Can you please ask dream Greg dream. how he feels about Dana Carvey and Dana Spade?" David Spade stealing his and Daryl Hammond's SNL podcast idea. Are you furious? 
Uh, well, I, I listened to that podcast. I think it's amazing. Daryl never said anything negative. In fact, he was a guest on that podcast. Oh. Yeah, but wasn't it your idea to do a podcast you about- You did talk about that. Talking about the, the SNL days or whatever? Yeah, I don't think Daryl was really interested in doing that because he's oh. been talking about SNL for his whole life. And, uh, he, you know, he talks about it sometimes, but I, I don't think he stole the idea. He was doing a podcast with a guy in New York, uh, having comedians on and, and, and stuff. But, I mean, for me, that would be a dream come true to do a podcast about SNL. But uh, I love their podcast. I listen to it all the time. It's fantastic. And Daryl loved being a guest on it. You know, these days, as a stand-up guy, it's got to, like... Are you having to come up with constantly changing and new material? Because yeah. I would think that people are... People used to write an act and yeah. tour it, right? Yeah, and that's they still impossible. do that. Yeah, but they can't really. Well, but the idea is YouTube. that you. It, I don't think that people are going and doing a whole fresh show. No. Well, you can't night. do a whole fresh show. Well, I think as you get more experience as a comedian, you get better at writing. So it's taken me ten years to have a. You know, I probably have. You to, feel like you have a really strong set. I have a really strong set, but the the set that I'm doing now is it keeps evolving and keeps getting better, and I keep getting jokes and and like, you know, I I do my material based on real life situations and then heightened or exaggerated, but like things things will happen. That'll pop up. Like I I had. Uh, you want to hear my worst heckle ever? Yeah, let's hear your worst heckle. Okay, so I was doing this a show. Uh, I'm doing a show. Craig Baldwin doing a show. Yeah. In Englewood, right? And it's a wild okay. crowd. And it's like the night at the Apollo. Okay. And uh, and so during the show, they have like these two little speakers on sticks, right? And and the crowd is nuts. The first comedian comes up and he, uh, right halfway through a set, all of a sudden you hear the static on the on the speakers. It's like, they had to stop the show. They oh. couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, not because he, like, tossed the mic. This was no. just... Just random static on the speakers. Okay. Engineers. It's engineers. the engineers yeah. every time, isn't it? It always is. Engineers. So they shut down, they stop the show, and then finally it stops, right? A couple comedians later, he brings me up, but before the host brings me up, he says, hey, we figured out what happened. He said, uh, uh, somebody put the chicken in the microwave. Because there was a, a kitchen right next to it, so somebody put chicken in the microwave. And the microwave interrupted the speech. Yeah, it was the okay. static feedback, right? And he said, so they said, don't put the chicken in the microwave, right? So he introduced me, right? And I, I walk up, I don't get a single applaud. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, oh you- like here's Greg Baldwin, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing. Silence. Silence. And I'm like, and it was a very ethnic crowd. I said, oh, you don't like the white boy, huh? And they just went, ah, we love the white boy. They went nuts, right? So I'm oh, doing, so you got him. All right. I got him. Yeah, so I'm doing my set. It's a dog fight. I'm tanking. I'm fighting. I'm fighting for the laughs. And I do one of my best jokes. It doesn't get a laugh, right? And there's a guy, like an 80-year-old guy in a, wheel, uh, in a uh, wheelchair in the back, and he yells out, put the chicken in the microwave. As in, end your show. End my show. Right. <laughs> that was the that, best heckle that, I've ever had. That's a solid heckle. How did good. you respond? Like, did you just oh. slink off the stage? Did you start crying? Like, what would you... I can picture my reaction. Oh, no. I laughed. <laughs> oh, no. I loved it. I'm sure the whole place oh, broke the, into... The whole place erupted. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And then Daryl Hammond came on after me. And I, I, I barely survived. Daryl Hammond comes on after me. And they had it catered, right? During his set, they broke down the show... And they're wheeling the cart of food off the stage, like right in front of him on the stage. <laughs> and You're... he's like, he's like, are you really breaking down the show during my set? And like everybody was leaving. I'm like, you got a legend here, 14 K cast member on SNL. And you're breaking down. It was it was nuts. Huh. But now I have a joke about it. Well, I'm, it's go. actually really funny. Put the Someone has the... written in to set Greg up with our midday hostess, V, who's 
famously single, but she's also famously does Whiskey Wednesday and more. Yeah, she's A. She's not good she's for him. She's not a good match. No. Mm. B, I think he might be too old for her. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm 52. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, oh no, you're, you're off 45 the charts. So yeah. I actually thought you were like 45 or 46. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, you look young, though. Thank you. Thank you. Got a youthful glow. Hey, so yeah. let me ask yeah. you a couple. I know that, the, you know, look, you're here. You're a, you're an entertainer in your own right, but you are also touring with Jay Moore. Yeah. He just recently made the news having proposed to the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah, Jeannie Buss, yeah. she She's the best. You know her. Oh, yeah. She is the greatest. I was there when he put the... I helped uh, pick the ring. And I was there uh, when he put the ring on a second time. He got on his knee a second time when it got fitted and he put it on. I was there to witness it. It was amazing. She's the greatest. Well, I guess when I saw that news in the story... Saw that story in the news, I was like, wait, what happened to that girl? He was dating that... You know, the hottie from the Maxim mm-hmm. magazines for... Nikki Cox. Yeah, that girl. Yeah, they were married, they had a kid, and they got divorced. Oh! But that they actually got divorced a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh! All right, let me ask you this. Yeah. Level of concern for Jay Moore marrying a millionaire and disappearing? Zero. Zero? No. He's the greatest guy in the world. He's still going to keep on working? Yeah, well, he... What is he, though? Well, so he said, you know, he doesn't have to go to you know, to Scumwa, Idaho or whatever, to do these little tiny shows anymore. Um, money's not an issue. And uh, he makes good money, but he's been touring for 30-something plus years. So he takes me sometimes. I mostly tour with Daryl. But, uh, you know, it's, at, at some point, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm what's called a middler. Okay. And a, so a middler opens for the big acts, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm relying upon them to make money. So where I'm at now in my career is I, I now have the time to be a headliner but I got to figure out how do I sell my own tickets. Ah. So that's where I'm trying to push. So today it's either social media following or get a TV show. And that's how you become a headliner. So I've been pushing hard on content and developing content. And uh, have you, I assume you've written some shows. I, I have not written any shows. Why aren't you writing shows? I should. You should write some shows. You're right. You're Just see how it is. And then right. you, the first have one you... sucks and you go on to the second one. Yeah. Have you considered, you know, you have a camera in your phone. You could just post to YouTube, like do a YouTube show. I do. All, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of uh, content. I uh, I post uh, podcast videos. I, I've been creating shorts. Uh, and go. so, yeah. Now, so Greg there's... Baldwin, the guy who was snorting coke in the bathroom, right uh, yeah. over there. And I put my shirt in the bathroom anyway. But, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, wow, that's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where to poop your shirt. <laughs> but uh, I told that story already. Yeah, it's but the, uh, true. But uh, good one, though. Yeah. So I'm just creating, you know, I'm tr- creating content. So the, my goal was to b- become the best comedian I could be before the social media. So now I'm a great comedian. I feel I'm a good comedian. I'm ready to headline. But now I got to figure out how to become that headliner. Yeah. Well, our listeners will be the judge of that. We're actually going to give away some tickets to your show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting. Punchline's a big deal. Yeah. It, it is a big deal. It's a really big room. Well, it's, not big in size, but I mean, it's the it, punchline. It's, no, it's the it, punchline. It's one of the, be- the best rooms in the country. Right. Yeah. My parents are coming on Saturday night. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, that's right. Well, you're from here, so you yeah. must have tons of people coming. Tons of people coming, people I went to high school with. Oh, Your geez. kids coming? Uh, my who? Your kids. My, what kids? You don't have any kids? No. Oh. Uh-uh. You don't have a bunch of 18-year-old kids? No. Nope. No kids. 20-year-old You kids. didn't have anything go wrong during those crazy years? No. Oh. 
No, don't care. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. One of the things, and this is something you've shared with me, and I don't know if you're comfortable talking about it, but you certainly talked about that your drug of choice was meth. Yes. Did you have a, this is from what I've heard, Mm -hmm. from police actually, Mm -hmm. who talked about how meth heads seem to have this absolute obsession with porn and sex for that matter. Correct. So were you completely obsessed with sex during your your meth years? Uh, Yes. And also uh, sex and uh, like, you know, a lot of porn. And I was dating a girl that I was doing the meth with at the time. And uh, also poker. So it was poker and sex. Those were the two things. Because when you do meth. Gambling. Gambling, yeah. So you get really fixated on things. That's why you see like meth addicts like taking apart computers and bicycles and stuff because you get super hyper fixated on things. So my two things were uh, porn or sex with my the girl I was seeing or um, poker. I would go play poker. First, oh. I would have sex or watch porn. And then when I, when I was finished with that, I'd, I would go play poker. A lady I know mm-hmm. said she her obsession with meth started as a house cleaning thing. Oh, and then she was yeah. like, I had the cleanest house Every day forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Until I quit. Because yeah. then once I quit, I lost the You know, I was living desire. I was living with Maddie. Maddie tried to uh get me help me get clean, which is kind of an Maddie's oxy- our old producer on the show, Matt's Yeah, The old producer, which is kind of an oxymoron. But anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> and I cleaned his house so much. He would come home and his house would be spotless. I would vacuum and stuff and like and he's like, Holy smokes. He's like, My house is so clean. Because you were, but then you walked math. out with right. his. You actually cleaned him out of his computer and stuff too, didn't you? After, no, oh, no, come on. There's no, some stories no, about no. you taking some stuff from Maddie. And no, no. What happened was, you know about this? No, oh, here, I don't know about this. No, here's the story. He gave me money to go to his wedding, to buy the plane ticket, and I spent the money on math. I got arrested, and while oh. I was supposed to be, you went to the, you, you were at I the, was wedding. At the yeah, wedding. Yeah, it was uh, the, at the Vegas Chapel. Uh, I mean, at the uh, um, right. It was like Elvis some Chapel. Elvis, thing, Elvis yeah. yeah. And I was supposed to be there, but I was in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I, I got arrested for possession, which was, you know, at the time wasn't fun, but now it turned out to be the best thing in my life. Right, because you're clean. Because, yeah, because I'm clean. Yeah. That forced me into rehab. Mm. Oh. Is that where the journey to sobriety started? It is. I assume there were bobbles along the way. Yeah, I went to, no, no bobbles. I oh, went to, that's it. One time in rehab and yeah. you're a new man. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I went to rehab when I was 19. I got, oh, so oh, not okay. one so time So not then. one time. All yeah. right. This was the, the later start of your second journey to sobriety. The second one. Got it. The second one. Mm. Okay. Well, there you have it, everybody. It can be done. And well, then you could be a, a, I mean, you actually, the word great came out of your mouth. I'm super excited for you. Like, you're doing, you are doing what you dreamed of doing. Yes. And you are feeling like you're getting really good at it. Yeah. Well, you hang with two main You're learning from the best, right? So in reality, while, you know, people don't want an opening act that's better than them, they still do want someone that they are not embarrassed by. So they clearly like you, respect you, want you around. You're someone they want to hang with. And that's huge. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Have you sat down with Jay Moore like that one point and look, he's, you know, he just married a billion. Just he's marrying a billionaire. Oh, yeah. So he's done. He doesn't have to worry or yeah, achieve about anything else. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> but I always have this impression once you've done a movie with Tom Cruise yeah. or Robin Williams. Yeah. Like, what did you do wrong that you're not still making movies today? Yeah. 
Have you ever asked him that? Like, what did he do wrong? Who did he flip so, off? He's very vocal about it. He's also uh, changed his life and uh, in a positive way, uh, almost two years. And uh, he is doing incredible. He's helping so many people. He's speaking all over the place. He just went to prison to do public speaking. He's making people laugh all over the country. He is like the one of the greatest guys ever. And it's such an honor for me to be able to open for him and be mentored by him. And he always gives me punchlines and pumps me up. He likes when I bomb, though. He's like, <laughs> he laughs when I bomb, but I don't oh. bomb very much anymore. But he, uh, he he's like, you're going to bomb tonight. You know, but oh. joking. Uh, but he is the greatest, and he is just... Uh, We're talking about Jay Moore. That's Jay Moore, yeah. But you didn't say why he thinks his film career ended. Like, he was a guy yeah. who did a movie yeah. with Tom Cruise. Yeah, he just he's doing a lot of stuff. He, got, he just did a... Uh, he just, you know, the winning time, the show about the Lakers. Yes. He was just in that. He's, oh, uh, okay. He did like three movies and TV shows last year or four last year. Oh, is that right? Yeah. There's just so much to choose okay. these days. Yeah. So, so know, I just don't know. Just All right. the Jay Moore shows. Uh, okay, listen. Greg Baldwin... And Jay Moore playing mm-hmm. at the Punchline this weekend. There are two shows tomorrow. We have tickets for the later show, the okay. nine forty-five show. We need uh, winners and guests. They all have to be over eighteen. So oh, you got to tell us. No oh bell. boy, no bell, no bell, no bell. That was an accident. Okay, uh, we'll take. Uh, why don't we start with caller number nine? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Is that mm. right? Okay, five five pairs of tickets for the show. Thank you. That's very generous of you. Yeah, thank you. To do especially here in a hometown show where I know that the the comp tickets for you guys are going to be. Yeah. It's going to be a lot a, of those. There's a lot. So we'll take the first five callers, starting with number nine, 800-400-3697. You'll instantly win a pair of tickets to see Greg Baldwin and Jay Moore at the Punchline in San Francisco, 945 tomorrow night. Good luck. Greg. Really impressed. Yeah. Just, you're the best. Another I, home run appearance. And you're sticking around for the secret show, yeah? Yes. Yep. Right. Sticking around. I love you guys. Thank you so love much. Love you, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sarah and Vinny. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center. This Valentine's Day, your partner deserves the best because when they met you, you were buff and bearded. At least you're still bearded. The gift center has come for you, Alex, which makes it official. 
Your morning show family. Oh, you know what sucks? He's actually getting our winners right now. He didn't even get to hear it. Just six days left until Valentine's Day. Visit sfgcjm.com. That's sfgcjm.com. That number again is sfgcjm.com. He is absolutely on the phone with listeners. Sorry. Well, lucky listeners that they get to talk to Alex, the bearded wonder. This is normally news that Sarah would bring you, but because we had Greg on, and by the way, you really gave it to him. He stole uh, Maddie's stuff, huh? Well, he says he just stole that money, but... But you have heard it differently. I, I, I heard some different stuff. Wow. Uh, d- I think I just heard this news. Burt Bacharach has passed. Yeah. He's an American composer, very famous. If you're like, ho, oh, he sang... Brandon, you're ready with these songs, I'm sure. I say a little prayer... Oh, yeah. All of Here you go. Say a little prayer for you. That's whatever, 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 and I will do forever and ever. Okay, well, we don't need that one. How about yeah. what the world needs now? Oh, right, oh sorry. You're too late. You're too late. You got to get what the world needs now. Is love, sweet love. I wasn't ready for any of this. Uh, what? Thing. I thought we talked about this during the break. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, what? Like mind, mind talking? <laughs> You do a lot of mind talking. No, actually, I have... Whoa. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Did we kill enough time? You got that, uh, what the world needs now? Oh, that's not it here. That's not it here. That that was was it. No, yeah, I had had two things playing at once. Bacharach passed at 94, so he's lived a wonderful, blessed life. I hope it was a kick-ass life. I'll Never Fall in Love Again. I don't know that one, but yeah, that's I bet you do. another one of his hits. He's got a lot of them, everyone. So anyway, at 94, Burt Bacharach has passed. Did Burt Bacharach also sing his own song? Like, were there standalone Burt Bacharach hits, or was you know it what's just weird? that he wrote for other people? He did some music, I think, with Elvis Costello. And I think they were both singing and playing. I actually I take that back. I don't know, but I I he's had he's been relevant for a long time. It's a name I've known my whole life. Right. So I can't say though. I don't know enough about him. Maybe tomorrow you'll have worked up. I'm a sure whole I thing. will. Right. I'll. I'll but I just wanted to. Today. I didn't want it to seem like we we don't have computers right in front of us. We do. Yeah. And, and we get our alerts and we see them on our. They come right. across the screen on the phone. I was in the bathroom going, "Oh, well, that's too bad. I didn't have music news today." It came. Yeah, it came through right before we went on with with Greg. But Greg was spectacular, and then you called him out for stealing Maddie's computer, and I was like, "Oh my God, we're peaking." Into, into the well, he's also going to be on the secret show, and I have a, I have a, I have an interesting story. Okay, for the secret show. All right. Uh, let's see here. So, I I found this one and went. Well, that is fun. This story's fun, just plain fun. Okay. A gay cruise company asked guests, please. Stop posting sexually explicit content on social media from our cruise ship. But 
They're a gay cruise line. Several thousand gay men left Fort Lauderdale on Saturday on board one of the largest passenger ships ever built for oh. a week of vacationing, partying, cruising. Oh, this isn't just a gay cruise line. This was a gay cruise. Yes. Specifically. The trip organized by Atlantis Events on board the Royal Caribbean's Harmony of the Sea ship promised social mixers, late night Harmony, dance parties Harmony. and performances from entertainers including Todrick Hall and Billy Porter. Oh, Goodness. Such trips can be an annual pilgrimage for many gay men who want to unwind with members of their community in a fun and sexually liberated setting. But guests on this week's cruise were also advised of an important new policy. Stop posting your sex on social media. The new policy was, I don't know if this will make people say, well, I don't want to, I'm, you know, this is, look, I, I'm on a cruise. I'm achieving some some kind of life goal here. Go, I I I think it's fine to post from the cruise that you're on, but posting um, you doing that to that guy. They say that. Uh, I don't want to see straight. Just for the record, I don't want to see your straight porn either. I did. Let's not do it. The new policy was jointly created by Atlantis Events, which is one of the oldest and largest LGBTQ travel companies in the oh. United States and Royal Caribbean, the second largest cruise line company in the world. After adult videos filmed by passengers went viral. Oh, because they're saying, look, we need other people to get on this thing and not be like, ew. Well, you two banging I saw away what happened there with the name of the ship in the background. Right. Is- not ideal for them from a PR I don't know. It standpoint. seems to me I, I like you're like, getting, you know, great publish- yeah. publicity. While, while we want everyone to have fun, there are limits. And so we ask that you be respectful of all guests and our cruise partners. Please do not post anything explicitly sexual on social media in a public forum or on other online oh, spaces. Those dudes are having so it's, much you, fun. Look at this picture of this cruise. Look at that. There's the pool. This is hundreds of greased up men. dudes. It's unbelievable. That looks so fun. I'll bet you that is, that's a dance party, perfectly gleaming gold. They're and... all in tight <laughs> bikini type swimsuits. <laughs> this is, and the pageantry. I mean, you look up at the thing he's playing oh. from the, this is, that looks like a really fun cruise. It looks so fun. Oh, they're showing a lady. Get her off of there. Oh, that's a uh... comedian. What was that? Is that a comedian? No, no. What do you call them? Um, oh, a drag, 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 drag lady. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh. I, wow, I thought they're it was doing like, shows too. Well, mm-hmm. sure. And shows. look at there. They've got laser lights. They've got no shirts on I and suspenders. You. So I have a friend <laughs> that I grew up with, and when we were kids in junior high, he was really well dressed, like the most well dressed kid in school. And he's a good looking guy, but he also hung with all the hot chicks, mm. all of them. Oh. So we were all like, oh, John is... <sighs> that guy. Nobody can compete with John. He's got it game. T- turns out John's gay. Of course. Right. Well, we didn't know that at the time. And you know, now I follow him on Instagram, and he's living his best life. Oh, there he is on the video. Well, that's, I'm saying, like, he travel. They don't have kids. Right? Him and his partner, they travel. They don't they have They work kids. out. They, they travel. They don't have kids. They work out. 
They travel. They don't have kids. Right. Oh, they're living the life. <laughs> see his posts. I'm just like, oh my God, your life. It looks so fun. Oh, look how happy these guys are. This is like a dream cruise. Anyway, stop posting. Oh, look at that cut off shirt. I'm sorry, but cutting it off above the nipples seems to be pointless. Yeah, it's really more just like a little shoulder scarf or something. Oh, what fun. Oh, look at that. Look how much fun they're having. Well, anyway, sorry. I just wanted to mention that. Most this people gay never have fun. Look at the size of those. Are those like those tubes that run down into the water? I don't slides? know, but it looks fun. They're like 15 yeah, stories like tall. Those are great. Oh. I, oh, now we're stripping down. Hey, okay, Bryn, stop. I have a Turn question. That off. I'll Turn it there, off. Yeah. Vinny has a question for you, Bryn. Yeah. Bryn, yeah, you yeah, love so. cruises. I do love cruises. Would you yeah. say that heterosexual cruises rival the good times being had on the gay cruise or would you say for tell sure the truth for once heterosexual feel, cruises are by far less fun than gay cruises I, I feel like i i went on regular cruises that probably have both heterosexual and gay people on uh-huh, it uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so it's mostly family cruises that i go on so it's not as adventurous as the video that i was watching yeah that video is like Five thousand people having the time of their lives. It, oh. You know what it looks like? It That's looks so like good. my senior trip. Oh, like we? Well, I mean, no, I, Hot, I there were girls Vinny, on I had the no idea. Trip, but I mean, were there because there weren't any of that thing. And and and, and no clothes on and wasted. Oh. No kids. No kids. Yeah, we were. We were. You know, <laughs> high school. Just yeah. getting out of high school, I should say. Anyway, oh. I'll move on. I got a little caught on that one. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I did too. It looks like a totally kick-ass time. Mm-hmm. I want to go. By on the a gay way, cruise. if you're a gay guy and you haven't looked into these cruises, <laughs> look into it. The videos I will sell you in two seconds. Yeah, I have some people. I'm going to show those to. Who? So it's just some people I uh, know. Like, hey, have you ever done anything like this? Scott and uh, yes, Edson. right. That's who. By the I way, someone know. wrote in and I laughed so hard they go, "Oh it? my god." Uh, Alex is the second guy with a hot Brazilian. And I went, what? Oh, right. Scott has a Brazilian. We too. were thinking it was just Tom Brady and Giselle. Right. He lost his hot Brazilian. But Scott, Scott and Edson told... broke up? No, Tom oh. Brady oh, broke oh, up. Right. Well. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> the goat is free. According to scientists, Science. this is the most stressful time of day. What, 10 a.m.? Mornings. 9 a.m.? Mornings is it. The... the if you hate mornings, you're not alone. A recent study found the most stressful time of day is in the morning. Researchers recently determined the most stressful time of day down to the minute, and it is 7.23 a.m. I feel like that is absolutely true. You're vulnerable and a little shaky in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then you're trying here. to, like, especially, like, if you're a mom or dad, and you're trying to coordinate getting all these GD kids into their yeah, outfits Christina and deals pack their thing and sure. let's get the lunch mm-hmm. going as you got your homework from last night and get in the car and put your suit. Like, I don't even think that, I'm sure John was very stressed out. I didn't see any of that. Because uh, by the time I got home, he'd be like, oh. Well, you remember how they changed the time of the the time that school began, like they moved it later. Yeah, I don't think that happened until for like high school or something like. that. I think that. my kids were still in early days. 
My kids have been out. Oh for yeah, yeah, no, four yes, years. of course. Yeah. No, they just recently did right. it. Yes. No, but Christina was asking me, have you found that people are texting in and hate this new school time? Oh, have and you I seen was anything like, about no, it? Why? No, I mean we weren't talking about it. No one's written in. Does she hate the new? She time? hates the new oh. school time because it's getting harder and uh, everyone starts at the same time now. There's no staggering. So oh. trying to get around uh, the traffic jams. That's crazy. The weird thing is, it turns out, and and I don't know. I don't live in every town in, oh, in America. Really? But it seems parents now exclusively take their kids to school. It is. And pick their kids up. It, Even into high school, they drop off and pick up. There's no buses. There's no walking. Yeah. It's right. parents, when I grew up, there was nothing but buses and crazy effing bus drivers. And kids rode their bike. I wanted, I used to be like, Mom, you're killing me. Let me ride my bike to school. Everyone does it. No, I got you. Yeah, well, she wanted to make sure you went to school. Then. Well, there that's true. Reasons. That's fine. I'm there just was saying, always a subtext. I get you. it. I'm just saying that I wanted to go. I wanted to ride. Mm. Come on. Yeah. Please. Yeah. There would be the walkers, the people, you know, kids who live close enough yeah. to walk. And then the rest of us got on the bus until I was, I guess I must have gotten my license in my senior year. And then I used the family you didn't get your license to your seat. Oh, you were young. I was. Mm-hmm. I was only 17 when I graduated, so I turned. Oh, no, no. I had to have gotten it in my junior year because I turned 16 in my junior year, and I did go get it. I got my license at the end of my sophomore year. Okay. And that makes was... sense. So I was beginning of beginning of junior year. Uh, yeah, like you were that free. That summer. Oh, my God. That summer. I mean, my town couldn't have been pleased, but I was thrilled. You were finally free. You weren't safe on the sidewalks when I was around. <laughs> just kidding. That's just a joke. You're not but kidding. Bummed. That's mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Thank you, Bryn. Thank you. Welcome. Gen Z and millennials accept online creeping and stalking as part of dating culture. Oh, there's your statement. Let that wash over you. It That's seems not okay. It's well. I feel like they're loosely. You know how you'll use a word that maybe isn't exactly what you. Right. Stalking is a very serious charge. Looking at someone's old pictures is not stalking. You're just kind of creeping on them. That's not stalking. Stalking. It is, can lead to stalking. I'm looking in your window. Right, and I'm sharpening my knife. That's stalking. A new survey conducted by an by conducted online in the U.S. by the Harris Poll says that Gen Z, which is 18 to 25, and millennials, 26 to 42, have concerningly relaxed attitudes about online stalking. Please don't do the creep. Is that a song? It turns out it is. That's a real song? The Lonely Island. Oh, The Lonely Island is, um, what's that guy's name? Andy Samberg. Oh. He's a delight. And him. is it also Justin Timberlake? Or is it just uh, like his other, uh, some other guy? Yeah, uh, his other boys. Parner, Ed Parner, something like that. Over uh, one third of Gen Z and millennials say they don't care if they're being stalked online by a current or former partner. As long as they're not being stalked in person, it's fine. Okay, well, that's, but then that's not, I don't, is that stalking? Well, sure. It's just, it is less dangerous than if the person is in your face in real life. But if it's just online, it's still disturbing because next stop, real life. Well, maybe, but I do feel like, 
look, I posted all those pictures. I this we talked about this before. Like someone likes a picture from you know six years ago, and and why are you scrolling so yeah. deep in my? What feet? Is, there well, was even a term for it that I can't remember right now, but it's like this deep liking, deep like I don't know. But either way, like there's that stuff's posted. Yeah. What's the problem? If, I don't understand. If you don't want anyone to ever look at anything from before last year, just delete it all. Anyway, I maybe you need to talk to your people, your millennials and your Gen Zs, and just mention that, like, look. You, it's not okay. Be careful okay. out there. I don't know. I don't know what, what happens. Like, I wonder, when I think about our, our V. Hale, and I love her, don't get me wrong. Right. But I wonder if she goes and looks online at that. Remember the guy who hurt her and she's, you know, I've worked on myself. I'm much better off. I've, and that's my that impression Paul of her. Jimmy G, was that? No, no. No, no, no. This was <laughs> this like the a guy. guy. We don't even know him. She but. went back to Boston. Remember she was thinking that they might hook up and so she got waxed or whatever. And I, I made that part up. I'm not sure. She did. Happened. She doesn't wax. What is she, laser? Mm-hmm. We don't. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. Wow. Good memory, Bryn. Nicely yeah, Bryn. done. Oh, Way to have one of those for memory. Anyway, I would guess if we were to ask her and she were to be truthful, I would guess she probably does go back and look at, you know, old Instagrams. From I people. look at people's She's... old Instagram. Like sometimes I, I, I just find myself scrolling through their stuff. Is it wrong that I'm finding no. you interesting? They posted it. Especially if it's like a new friend. Like someone, oh my God. Well, that, if I'm Whitey sent person. you a friend request, oh, would you I be would friends? Look through every, yeah, sure. Oh, I would. He will, will never, though. He hates me. Oh, boy. You really did him dirty. Mm, I guess so. Our text number is 800-400-3697. Here's a few. Hey, Bonnie. Puerto Vallarta is gay mecca for vacation. Lots of men's. Mm. Oh. Well, good to know. Thanks for letting Vinny know so he knows where to go. Uh, Vin, your youngest is just like you. Kindergarten mom. I I got this. Just leave. That's true. Sandy told me that story. I don't remember it, but she did tell me, like, no kisses. Get out of here. I got this. And I split. She was like, that hurt my heart a lot. Did it really hurt your heart? Hurt her heart. No, did it hurt your heart? No, I was like, Your four-year-old said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I was like. Payback's a bit. You're four. Don't say that. You're four. I'm here to protect you. No, thanks. Bye. Bye. Our town, says 510, is too poor for school buses, and the high school is four miles away from our house. Okay, look, I... I oh, is that if, what I oh, may have comes down like to a budgeting thing? I was huh? accusing you. I'm not accusing you. It's just strange. And I can see whatever your reason for taking your kid to school is, whether it's that you fear they won't go, go. Where, they, where you've ordered them to walk to or bike to. I, I get that. The truth is, for me, I wanted to be in school. I didn't ditch school a lot. Like, I don't know. It was all happening there. That's where all the people were. That's where the girls were. Mm. I mean, I can't say I never ditched, but more often than not, I wanted to be in school. I do have one story, and maybe I've told you this one, but I remember when Billy was like, my friend Billy, you've met him. He was Mm -hmm. like, you know, we should leave for the beach. The surf's good. And I went, all right. But my problem is my board is in the house. And he was like, well, we got to go get it. I can get mine. You get so I had to get into my house while my mom was home, get my board, get out of the house, get it into the car. And of course, she caught me as I was, you know, scrambling out the door with a board. It's making noise. And she's like, you little. 
Did you run for it? And, of course I did. And then when, when your and dad then there got was home. Hell to pay right. when I got home. But you know what I went and did? I went surfing. Like I wasn't going to stop at that point. Because there was, was never going to be another surfing day. I was in trouble. No, I'm just saying I was busted no matter what. Right. You ditched school. That was bad enough. So there was not, I wasn't going to, you know, had I stopped and said, okay, here's my board. I'll go back to school. I was still going to be in trouble. Trust me. So might as well go have some fun. Might as well get it in while I can because it's over for Mm me. Uh, Vin, garbage men call it the witching hour. 7.30 to 8.30. Crazy parents dropping kids off at school. Oh. Yes, school starts at 8.30 or later. Teens are so difficult in the morning. That extra half hour is a godsend. Oh. Oh, so they love it. I love mornings and I'm totally a morning person. It's time to get things done. And there aren't many people up or around. I agree. I like mornings a lot more now that there's no kid situation at my house. Like I on a weekend, I wake up at 6 and I know nobody is going to bother me until at least 10 o'clock. I'm just like free to think my thoughts and drink my coffee. Ben, cutting the shirt at the nipples is the opposite of pointless. Well, why have it on at all is my point. So get a little peekaboo. Peekaboo. They're man boobs. Take a look. Well, this is a, that's a problem. Well, I'm, look. I'm, Maybe I'm he's never, got some I'm, kind of, you know, like a big old ugly mole on his If you could shoulder. convince me <laughs> to be into guys, that's why this is so easy to understand. Like, I, you don't just decide you like guys and then like them. No. You have to be born that way. It's or generally, you're born that way. Yeah, and I'm that's, definitely you know. not like... Those guys, I have never seen a group of happier people ever at any time in my life than the it, video that, that was just shown right. to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. that looks like ecstasy. Like, they're literally on ecstasy. <laughs> they might be. They might be. Right. But maybe not. 707 says, hoping that Greg's going to be on The Secret Show today. Yes, Greg's on The Secret Show. I don't know what became of him. He did wander off, but... Well, he'll be fine. Yeah. He's fine. Sarah and Vinny. Sarah and Vinny. On Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.